right, hi folks, and welcome aboard Philip Ward Show, 1106 on the East Coast, 806 on the West Coast, and listen to this update. This is in the Washington Times. You can't make this up. Literally, what I'm about to read to you is an exact quote from Nancy Pelosi, a congresswoman from the USS, the United Socialist State, who clawed her way to becoming Speaker of the House. How tone-deaf do you have to be to be Nancy Pelosi? Here's the headline. House advances Biden's 3.5 trillion, with a T, trillion-dollar liberal wish list. Pelosi beats moderate Democrats in power play. The Washington Times writes, the House on Tuesday advanced President Biden's $3.5 trillion expansion of America's social safety net, overcoming an insurgency by moderate Democrats that tested. And by the way, how dare you? How dare you ever test or you ever disagree with Nancy Pelosi? You think you're going to have a career in D.C. as a Democrat after that? You got another thing coming. Anyway, um, so by moderate Democrats testing Pelosi's grip on her caucus in a party line vote now i have to applaud the republicans for not going by this at all and 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 any republican i mean the 19 republican senators who went along with the one trillion dollar so-called infrastructure bill beyond me how you could ever call yourself conservative but now in a party line vote and this is in the house remember um I believe Republicans have 212. Every single one of them voted, I don't think so, big time no. The House kick-started drafting um, of the uh, $3.5 trillion package of anti-poverty and education and healthcare spending, the centerpiece of Joe Unity's domestic agenda and is a Democratic-only affair. Get this, folks. You can't make this up. This is an exact quote from Nancy Pelosi today. Given everything that's going on in Kabul and the other cities surrounding Afghanistan, this is what Pelosi decided to say. And remember, Nancy Pelosi was awfully busy over the weekend as well because she had a big old fundraiser, right? And and uh, where Napa uh, Valley, right? With uh, I think it was I think the reports were that it was it was like ten thousand dollars per plate. I mean, uh Jeez, no masks, by the way. No mask if you're one of those rich white Democrats in the USS, the United Socialist State of California. Pelosi saying this today. Today is a, quote, great day of pride for our country and for Democrats. Uh, really? Is it really, Pelosi? Because the president, who was a Democrat president, right, and uh, supposedly got 81 million votes, the most popular president we've ever seen. It's a good day for the country. It's a good day for your party. It's a good day for this guy, Joe Unity, when he is literally surrendered to the Taliban. That's the best way to describe what's going on right now. Joe Biden is letting the Taliban completely call the shots. They say, well, Joe, we don't want you here past August 31st. You said that that's the deadline. Even if there are still Americans stranded here in Afghanistan, that doesn't matter. 
The Taliban promising, well, there's going to be consequences. And if you still have military personnel on the ground here on August 31st or beyond that into September, that that's going to, quote, provoke a reaction. And by the way, Joe in his press conference today, which, by the way, he was four hours late to, it was supposed to start around 2, 2.30, didn't even get on the mic till 5 o'clock, only spent 15 minutes up there and boom, he was gone. And guess how many questions he took? Yep, you guessed it, not a single one. Now today, the, the big news that came out um, earlier this morning, uh, Fox News writes, Biden won't extend Afghanistan deadline as Taliban reiterates demand for U.S. forces to leave. So Biden, and he was talking with um, leaders in the G7, says, I'm not extending this deadline. Uh, by the way, U.S. official confirming that. And then later on, Joe Unity Biden himself saying that, no, we're going to stick by that. Uh, the, quote, development comes shortly after a Taliban spokesperson. Uh, and by the way, this guy, uh, Mullah Abdul Ghani Bar Baradar, uh, met with CIA director William Burns in Kabul, and, and, and that's it. I mean, I guess that they have come to negotiation. No extensions as far as August 31st. That's it. By the way, if you're an American and you're still in Afghanistan after the clock runs out, as Lloyd Austin says, the defense secretary, you're still in Kabul. You're still in the Kabul airport September 1st. Good luck. You're on your own. It's as simple as that. The federal government has stranded you. You could do, be doing nothing wrong at all as an American. You know, I heard a story today um, about a guy, an American, went to Afghanistan to visit his father who was sick. I, this guy, who, who all he wants to do is check on his family, he had a tough time getting back into the country. I mean, these are the struggles, the problems that, that people are facing right now, that Americans are facing in Kabul. All they want to do is get home. Uh, there was a mother today on uh, Fox News who was who was terribly upset. Who was who was who was crying live television? Uh, quote: We continue to make progress every day in getting Americans as well as special immigrant visa applicants, the SVIs that even Adam Schiff was talking about yesterday and saying, "Listen, it kind of seems unlikely that we're going to get everyone out that needs to be out by August 31st." Uh, we remain committed to getting any and all Americans that want to leave to get them out. That's that. That's apparently what this um U.S. official is saying. Pentagon also saying that the number of U.S. troops in Afghanistan will go to zero at the August 31st deadline. In addition to the 6,000 U.S. troops at Kabul's airport, there are dozens of armored vehicles, U.S. Army Apache gunships, and this guy... Uh, the Taliban spokesperson, Zabahullah Mujahid, said his group will accept, quote, no extensions of the August 31st deadline. Now, so once Joe Biden finally gets on TV, right, this is what he says, right? This, this is a direct quote from Biden. He gets on stage and he starts talking, not about Afghanistan at first, but he wants to start talking about his, quote, build back better agenda. And that build back better. I, Joe Joe is no stranger to plagiarism. Joe Biden literally 
pilfered that slogan off of the UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson. By the way, Boris Johnson, who claims to be a conservative over in the UK, right? And he's all hyped up and all scared and terrified about climate change in the UK. That should show you how, you know, so-called conservative of a UK Prime Minister that they have over there. But Joe's saying, uh, the quote, that then, by the way, after he's done talking about the whole build back better, right, then he talks about how he spoke to the G7, the UN, NATO, the European Union, uh, says that, uh, the, that the Allies are currently on a pace uh, to finish evacuations by August 31st. I mean, even though yesterday it came out that the White House was, was trying their best to scrub Macron, just slamming Joe Unity Biden on this phone call and the White House, you know, wanted to withhold information when it comes to that phone call. But Joe, wait a minute, because last week, last Friday, he said, well, I haven't heard any NATO allies at all criticizing us. Well, that phone call happened last Thursday. So Macron was literally slating Joe to his face. Then he gets on TV and does what he does best, lie to the American people. Uh, that's been the one constant thing in this administration. Well, I say that there's a, probably another constant as well. Letting the American people down, not doing a single thing to help the American people. And on top of that, lying to the American people. You know, the fake news media, right? You go and listen to them. You go and listen to propaganda news, CNN, and all they want to do for the last four years is say, well, well Donald Trump's lying. You got that, that little pajama boy liberal, Daniel Dale on Propaganda News, CNN, the official fact checker, right? Oh, I mean, this guy was literally obsessed with Donald Trump, right? He's, well, the president was lying again. He says, well, I don't see him out on TV every night calling out Joe Unity Biden's lies. I, I haven't seen a single thing from that little moron. Joe's saying the sooner, the, listen to this, right? The sooner we finish, the better. Each day of operations brings added risk to our troops. Now, Joe, why wouldn't you just follow the Donald Trump model? If you were getting out of Afghanistan and you had a real plan in place, just like Donald Trump had, although Donald Trump's negotiation said that it would be uh, based on conditions on the ground. Joe Biden wanted none of that at all even overruled his generals when it came to this decision. Kamala Harris, right? Kamala Harris, who laughs about Americans being stranded in Afghanistan. Well, even she was bragging, saying, well, I was the last person in the room that Joe talked to. Well, really? Then guess what? You can bear blame of this as well. Um, Joe's saying, quote, the completion by August 31st. Now get this. This is why I say that this guy has totally surrendered to the Taliban. He says this, the completion by August 31st depends on the Taliban continuing to cooperate and allow access to the airport to those who are transporting out and no disruptions to our operations. Now that is a lie. The Taliban are not cooperating with allowing Americans and Afghans um, who want to get there, who have worked with us in the past. They're not allowing them a safe passage to get there, Joe. How stupid do you have to be? He said this on Friday. And then within an hour, you have the defense secretary, Lloyd Austin, saying there are Americans that are being beaten just trying to get to the airport. 
and this is unacceptable. So again, Joe is blatantly lying to the American people, lying to families of people who are trapped in Afghanistan. Uh, says, in addition, I've asked the Pentagon and the State Department, by the way, the same State Department who put out one of the most disgraceful documents I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, he says, um, I've asked them for contingency plans to adjust the timetable should that become necessary. I'm determined to assure that we complete our mission, this mission. It sounds to me as though Joe's more concerned, right, about this whole August 31st deadline. He doesn't care if Americans are still trapped in Afghanistan. He's worried about his mission, right? Well, I promised that I would get everyone out by August 31st. Well, Joe, right now on the current timetable that you're going on, even your own State Department, even the Pentagon, you know, Jen Psaki today, she can't even promise that all of our Americans are going to be out of Afghanistan. He's more worried about the mission than he is the American people. Um, you know, and, and, and by the way, so then he, he, he talks, right, for about 15 minutes and then in usual Typical Joe Unity Biden, as cowardice as they come, Joe, just leaves and walks away. Not a single question taken from, I mean, even friendly media didn't take a question from NPR or ABC or NBC or CBS. Not Obviously not Fox News. No, he can't take questions from Peter Ducey anymore. The only guy that wants to hold the Biden administration accountable, walks right away. Basically, by the way, and if you see the video of Joe walking out, just think, that is Joe Unity Biden turning his back not only on the American people, not only on the families of people who are trapped in Afghanistan, but all of those Americans who are trapped, who are stranded in Afghanistan, who are being held behind enemy lies at lines. That's what Joe Unity Biden, that's his message to them. I'm walking away. I'm a coward. I'm sorry. You're going to have to get home. If you die, that's not my fault. Even warning today about a so-called terrorist group named ISIS-K. I mean, this is do you, you, ISIS, by the way. You can thank Joe Unity Biden and Barack Hussein for helping to create ISIS. Then guess what? Donald Trump took them out. 100% of the ISIS caliphate gone like that. How about on top of that, al-Baghdadi, gone. Thank you again, Donald Trump, Qasem Soleimani, gone. All because of Donald Trump. All because Donald Trump did not mess around with terrorists. The only time he negotiated with terrorists is when it came to the Taliban. And again, it's, it's a popular policy decision. The American people aren't against withdrawing from Afghanistan, but the way in which Joe Biden has done it that's what the American people, even Democrats now, are totally against him on. It's been nothing but a botched debacle. And now Joe Biden is bowing down and taking orders from the Taliban. Joe Biden has completely surrendered. And if you're an American still trapped in Afghanistan right now, and you're watching plane after plane take off without you, my heart goes out to you. I mean, we as Americans... We, we should all pray for our fellow Americans who are trapped behind enemy lines because Joe Biden has surrendered to the Taliban. It is heartbreaking. It is disgusting. It is disgraceful. It is Joe Biden being a complete 
failure to the American people. That's been the common theme of his presidency. He has always, 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 always failed the American people. Jen Psaki today, right, who spews nothing but lies and propaganda. Listen to some of the quotes Jen Psaki says. Successful evacuation of Americans, quote, depends on continued coordination with the Taliban. Again, that's why I say Joe Biden has surrendered to the Taliban because we need, we have to trust known murderers, known terrorists to make a, quote, safe passage so Americans can get to the airport. So, you know, geez, if you're an American over there, and my God, wow, you actually just want to get home. You have to rely on terrorists. Terrorists and murderers, that's who you have to rely on. And Jen Psaki, she's happy to say it, right? Well, literally, political reporting, right? Uh, uh, Lara Seligman uh, saying, quote, uh, today, three sources tell me and uh, Alex Thompson, who's also a political reporter, that the Taliban has now started halting people trying to get in through the airport gates. Not just Afghans, by the way, but American citizens informal groups coordinating need to redirect people on the fly. Uh, Alex Thompson corroborating that reporting. I report along with uh, Lara Seligman that the Taliban now starting to halt people at the gates. And this is per, by the way, them two reporting that per three sources that they have. So when Jen Psaki says that we have to, you know, the Taliban, are, we have to depend on their continued coordination well, they're blocking Americans getting to the airport, Afghans as well. And we heard the report last Friday that not only are they blocking you know, American checkpoints, they're blocking the Kabul airport, but they're also beating Americans and Afghans. By the way, they talked today, the Taliban spokesperson talking today about how when it comes to Afghans, well, they're kind of in favor of them not getting to the uh, airport. And uh, we'll get into that a little later on. Also today, reporter asked Jen Psaki, quote, does the August 31st deadline end at the end of August 31st, Afghan time or American time? Is it the end of the 30th heading into the 31st? Jen Psaki, folks, doesn't have a clue. She has no answer to that at all. By the way, it'd, it'd be nice to ask Joe that question, but, you know, he doesn't take questions. Jen Psaki, quote, this is, this is her answer, right? This is the best that the White House press secretary has to offer. I'll just have to get back to you. No idea. Fox News earlier, Brett Baer, who, by the way, I believe Brett Baer is, is, is the best straight news anchor in the country, even Brett Baer saying that, quote, in the big picture, the message is that the Taliban is running the show. About as bipartisan as they get, Brett Baer. Um, earlier on Fox this morning, this American mother I talked about was literally crying on Fox saying, quote, we are stranded at home. We can't get to the airport. So, Joe, why don't you, I mean, Jen Psaki was saying, here, give them my contact information. Why don't you go out and try to get this mother who's stranded out? Why don't you send the military personnel? And by the way, um, Senator Marco Rubio just saying that uh, August 31st is just the deadline for when planes and the military personnel are leaving. 
you know, it, it, everyone's got to be to the airport. Probably evacuations are going to stop this weekend. So it's probably going to be earlier from August 31st, which, by the way, is literally one week from today. Think about that one week and, and, and we will have nothing as far as Afghanistan goes. Uh, you have uh, ITV News uh, in the UK reporting that two girls were locked out of a of the Kabul airport while their parents were admitted. A guy, this um, seems to be an Afghan guy saying, quote, Mr. Biden, you did this. You planned this. You made the deal with the Taliban. This is the consequences of it. By the way, Sky News um, in the UK as well does a great piece, which we'll uh, get into a little later on. Uh, now, remember, Jen Psaki, this is her exact, this is a quote from her today. Anyone who has an American citizen who they're looking to help get out, any of you, send them to me directly and I will get it to the right place. We are absolutely committed to this and this is an across the government commitment. Well, really, Jen? Because last week, the State Department put out the one of the most disgraceful documents I've ever read in my life. Quote, thank you for registering your request to be evacuated from Afghanistan. Please make your way to Hamid Karzai International Airport at this time. But please be advised that the United States cannot guarantee your security as you make this trip. Well, Richard Engel, um, NBC News correspondent, saying today, quote, U.S. Embassy issues last alert for U.S. citizens to leave Afghanistan or they're on their own. Then, not just, so basically, last call, all right, we're, we're, we're leaving. So uh, if, if you don't get here in the next 30 minutes, then I guess you're on your own. It's as simple as that. Then 30 minutes later, he says they recall it. They don't even know what's going on in Afghanistan. Uh, Richard Engel also reporting today saying, quote, a moment of American humiliation forced to leave on the Taliban's clock. History will judge this moment as a very dark period for the United States. General Jack Keane saying, quote, this is a shameful display of American leadership. Britt Hume used to be a Fox News anchor saying, I hope I'm wrong, but it looks more and more as if Biden's pledge to get all Afghans who work side by side with Americans in their country is out the window. They're being blocked from leaving and there's no evidence that the U.S. can or will do anything about that. And all of this, so while all of this is going on, right, one of the biggest failures of American leadership ever, Jen Psaki is out there saying this, that this withdrawal has been, it, it, you can't describe it as anything but a success. So while Americans are stranded and left in Afghanistan to die, it's, it's as simple as that. The Taliban are terrorists. The Taliban are murderers. The Americans are being left there to die. Jen Psaki says, no, this is, you can't call this anything but a success. Also, listen to this excuse, right? Uh, it's entirely possible that people over there just, they just have the wrong contact information. The wrong contact information? 
I mean, shouldn't you just get in contact with the White House or any American here at all? I think, now, this is just my belief, but I believe that the overwhelming majority of the American people are there to help. You reach out to anyone over here, then at least Americans here can get you in contact with the White House. That is just a completely blatant excuse from Jen Psaki. Um, also, by the way, she can't guarantee all Americans are going to be out by August 31st. She was asked, uh, well, what if Americans are left behind in Afghanistan? She says, quote, we expect there could be some, but I'm not going to get into it further. Now, this is this is like the this White House is, is answer to everything. Well, we're going to cross that bridge when we come to it. They don't have any, they don't plan for anything. If anything, this is the most unorganized White House that, that we've ever seen. I mean, and Joe Biden, the least transparent president this country's probably ever seen. That's going back to before presidents had TV or radio as well. Lucas Tomlinson, uh, who's a reporter of the uh, Pentagon for Fox News, writing, quote, the U.S. military has started withdrawing from Afghanistan, reducing troop presence. Says Pentagon spokesperson uh, John Kirby says, uh, quote, several hundred U.S. troops have departed Afghanistan. Now, today, John Kirby, Pentagon spokesperson, right? Four times, four times he was asked, what's the number of Americans who are left in Afghanistan right now? These are all four of his answers. Quote, I understand that's the, that's not the degree of specificity that you want because guess what he didn't have an answer also said quote i can't give you that number about what percentage of americans have been evacuated asked how many state department registered americans have been evacuated from afghanistan i don't know this guy doesn't know anything also he was asked uh uh reporter says you know how many americans have been evacuated you don't know Quote, why can't you just say the number? And then, after all of that, right, well, he was asked about the dissonance of coming from the Biden administration on Afghanistan. John Kirby says this, quote, you're reading way more into things than you need to be. So, Jen Psaki has no answers. Joe Biden, no answers. Kamala Harris, forget about it. Good luck even getting in touch with her. Pentagon spokesperson, John Kirby, no answers. All while things are going on on the ground that are literally, it's it's unimaginable. It's literally unspeakable. You know, um, I have this piece here, and this was written by uh, Sky News in the UK. Stuart Ramsey uh, is the guy's name who writes it. Now, this, it, it broke my heart reading it. But, I mean, it gives you a real good in-depth example of, of, of what's going on in Afghanistan, of what the conditions are like on the ground. He writes this, quote, Afghanistan, hope is all they have left. No good options left. Get this, for refugees waiting in sewage-filled canal outside Kabul airport. Writes this, they are, they are not subdued. They are in full panic mode. This is the enormous, and, and, and he has a, he, uh, incorporates photos that go along with it. Has a picture of thousands upon thousands trapped in this, quote, no man's land. 
says uh this is the enormous queue of people we say line here in the united states by the way this is the enormous line of people who might still make it if they can only get someone to look at their paperwork and i mean there's just there's children there's children literally lined up there's there's garbage below them it's nothing but sand and and rock i mean the conditions there are are awful says it's as bad as it gets thousands upon thousands still trapped behind them the taliban in front of them soldiers who have to decide who stays and who goes think about being an american an american or a british or a french soldier german soldier who's there you say well i mean people literally here here's my paperwork and, and you have to make a decision do you stay do they stay do they go are they allowed to pass who knows the hours are counting down towards the august 31st deadline for withdrawal and these people know it there are no good options left to them stick this out try to get the family through and onto a flight but risk failure or go home and await whatever may happen at the hands of the taliban and hope it's not fatal such is the desperation to be heard by the soldiers we watch as the world be uh, as the would-be evacuees stand knee deep in sewage filled canals the stench indescribable some have been here for days it's very hot and there is a lack of water lack of food the conditions therein is a cocktail just as lethal as any bullet when the soldiers can identify the people with the right papers for travel they are pulled from the canal but it's not as easy as it's a deep and sheer wall the soldiers and the strongest family members stoop down to grab their families out of the water they emerge dripping wet but mostly relieved and remember this is just the point where their right to travel will be considered they can still be rejected what strikes me Stuart writes every time i uh, i'm outside is the number of very young children enduring all of this it is really heartbreaking it must be so so scary for them it's noisy and there are gunshots and shouting the whole time think about that children waiting in line to get to freedom all they keep hearing is yelling and gunshots says i saw a little boy sat in his father's arms protected from the sun by an umbrella and an occasional stroke to comfort him i wondered what he was thinking all his dad can really do is just comfort him now that's in uh sky news great piece really takes you in depth imagine if you're in that canal filled by by sewage right as you're having a your your heart breaks as you watch afghans who just they either have to stay there they try to get to the airport still might be rejected uh cnbc reporting today taliban will no longer allow afghans to kabul to go to kabul airport for evacuation the taliban saying today that the group will not allow afghan nationals to leave the country and opposes any extension of evacuation flights a development that comes one week before u.s and coalition forces are slated to depart afghanistan taliban spokesman zabahullah uh, mujahid quote we are not in favor of allowing afghans to leave 
the way to the airport has been closed now. Afghans are not allowed to go there now. Foreigners are allowed to go, but we have we have stopped Afghan nationals to go because the crowd is more, there is more danger that people will lose their lives. There might be a stampede, he says. So if you're an Afghan national, good luck. Now you're in complete control of the Taliban and you have no way to leave. And again, you look to the U.S. for answers, we have none whatsoever. Joe Unity Biden has stranded you there. Joe Unity Biden has left Americans there. Joe Unity Biden has surrendered to the Taliban, folks. You even have Senator Ben Sass, Senator Rhino, Ben Sass in Nebraska saying, quote, damn the deadline. The American people are not going to surrender our fellow citizens to the Taliban. Americans want us to stay until we get our people out, and so do our allies. The Biden administration needs to cut the Stockholm Syndrome. Even another rhino, Mitt Romney, saying the president must do whatever it takes to bring American citizens home from Afghanistan. Um, also says, we have been given every indication that evacuation efforts cannot be concluded by August 31st. Americans are still stranded in the provinces outside of Kabul, and it's unacceptable that there is still no plan to get these individuals to safety. Now, I think one of the most damning things of this administration that came today is in the Daily Caller today. Shelby Talcott writing this, and a Daily Caller exclusive this is. Internal numbers show White House poised to leave several thousands Americans behind enemy lines. Roughly 3,800 Americans have been evacuated from Afghanistan since July 29th, with an estimated 8,000 remaining in the country. An official with direct knowledge of the situation confirming that to the Daily Caller. The official told the Daily Caller that it seems, quote, doubtful we are going to bring in 8,000 more Americans between now and the August 31st deadline. So even the Biden administration knows. They know that they're not going to get all of the Americans that they promised to get out. If you want to get out, Jen Psaki says, well, we'll get you home. Don't worry about it. Even they know. This is an internal document. They know they're not going to get all the Americans out, and Joe Biden doesn't care. Uh, we have more news, by the way. I mean, it's it, it, easy to get roped in to Afghanistan. You know, I actually wanted to protect our fellow Americans who are stranded. Andrew Cuomo's been stripped um, of his international Emmy, uh, former New York governor. By the way, Kathy Hochul uh, officially assuming position as governor of New York today. Uh, former New York Governor Andrew Cuomo has been stripped of the international Emmy he received for his response to the COVID-19 pandemic, LOL, following his resignation over uh, an in investigation of sexual harassment allegations against him. Uh, other news we have. the. By the way, this is just breaking now. Um, the Supreme Court ruled that the Biden administration's attempt to end former president's, uh, uh, the Supreme Court ruled against, excuse me, the Biden administration's attempt to end former President Trump's uh, Remain in Mexico policy, 6-3 vote, uh, Breyer, obviously, Sotomayor and Kagan, the liberals on the uh, bench, uh, uh, voted against it. 
Uh, the, I can't believe it. The so-called conservatives, you know, with people like Chief Justice John Roberts, the Chief Justice should be Clarence Thomas, if you ask me. They actually stood together for once. I can't believe it. Court rejected the administration's bid to block U.S. District Judge Matthew uh, Kosmarek's uh, ruling that revived the enforcement of the policy. The high court said the administration failed to show the decision to end the policy was not arbitrary and uh, capricious. Uh, administration formally repealed the policy in June despite the crisis at the border. Obviously, I mean, Joe Biden's a voter drive for Joe United Biden. He wants million, already over a million illegal aliens have, have, have come flooding through the southern border. Oh, why? Because of Joe Unity Biden. I mean, they were even wearing Biden t-shirts. They had a Biden flag. Million, literally over 1 million illegal aliens are already in this country thanks to Joe Unity Biden. Texas and Missouri sued the administration in April, claiming the administration unlawfully halted the program. The states claimed the administration's decision to end the policy led to a surge in migrants, absolutely led to a surge in migrants illegally crossing the southern border. Policy forced migrants to remain in Mexico while the asylum claims were uh, were being heard. Which, by the way, how how anyone could oppose that is beyond me. I mean, it was another you know decision that the Trump administration made that all Joe Unity Biden had to do was not touch it. But again, I mean, it it, it it's been the theme of Joe Unity Biden's presidency, failing the American people. And now, I mean, he might have failed the American people on a, on a fatal level where we don't know if these Americans are going to get back who are stranded in Afghanistan. We don't know. And, and the administration has no answers. The Pentagon has no answers. Jen Psaki has no answers. The only thing we do know for certain, though, is unfortunately, the think about this. The president of the United States has surrendered to the Taliban. How shocking how disgraceful, how cowardice is that? And then after doing that, after, I mean, think about this, right? Here he comes in, uh, uh, oh, hey, how you guys doing, right? My, my fellow G7 leaders, right? Oh, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I'm not going to extend the deadline. You know, I think, I understand that you know, Americans could be trapped there. And maybe uh, the, there could be some Brits that are still trapped there. Maybe there's some French who are trapped there, Germans. Yeah, I know all of that. But, you know, I want to, uh, I want to appease the Taliban. I mean, it's, it's, it's Chamberlain all over again. Well, what did he do? Appease Hitler? And then, wow, look what happened, right? Why? And by the way, why are we not being tough? If we have to negotiate with terrorists at all, why wouldn't we be tough with them like Donald Trump was? And again, none of the, the thing is, though, folks, none of this ever had to happen. If Joe Biden just followed the Trump administration's model and said, oh, all right, well, it kind of sounds like common sense to get our civilians out of there first. You know what? After we get the civilians out, well, I guess then maybe we'll uh, get our military equipment out so that we don't have billions of dollars of U.S. military equipment now happen have happened. What has happened to them? They're now in control of the uh, being controlled by the Taliban. Then after that, after we get our civilians and our military equipment out, 
Well, all right, let's destroy our bases that we have over there in Afghanistan so that, again, the Taliban can't use them against us. Then, after all that has occurred, then let's get our military personnel out of Afghanistan. Biden, I don't even know what his plan is, but literally, with those options, it's the civilians, it's Americans who he's evacuating last. How stupid of an individual do you have to be? Now, our our military forces, right, they train every single day for situations like this. They are brave, they are courageous, they are strong. They will make sure that American civilians are out before them. But now Joe is saying to civilians, I'm not extending the deadline. August 31st it is. And if you're not out by August 31st, I'm pulling our military out already, starting today, withdrawing our troops, right? And the American civilians who are still trapped there, good luck. You're on your own. I mean, this Richard Engel tweet where he's saying that they were calling or last call today. Then they say, oh, no, 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 actually, actually, we can't do that, right? I mean, they just, they keep going back on their word. There's no answers. There's nothing that's definitive from this administration. And again, on top of it all, we don't even know who's calling the shots. I mean, it's become very apparent to anyone paying attention, though, the one person, the one person who we definitely know isn't calling the shots, you guessed it, is Joe Unity Biden. And then on top of all of that, right, Nancy Pelosi, after after passing a three point, wanting to advance a $3.5 trillion liberal wish list, says with all of this going on in Afghanistan, with Bidenflation happening here in the United States, with illegal aliens flooding into the country, that today is, quote, a great day of pride for our country and for Democrats. You have to be so stupid and so tone deaf. At some point, the American people are going to realize that the Democratic Party could care less about everyday Americans. All they care about is their own selfish agenda and having power. These people are consumed. They, they are enraged. They are fueled by power. That is it. They don't care if Americans are hurting. They don't care if Americans are paying more money. They don't care if Americans are suffering. They don't care if Americans are stranded in Afghanistan. They just don't care about Americans. And now we have a president, folks, that has completely surrendered to the Taliban. Pelosi, it's a great day for our country. Well, no, I tell you what, after these 1,244 days we have left, and hopefully I pray to God that we have a Republican president incoming uh, January 20th, 2025. No, I think then once Joe Unity's gone, once Nancy Pelosi's gone, once Schumer's gone, once Harris is gone, that will be a great day for our country.